guys, I know the Ultraman comic just came out, but you have a show to do. Well, I, I'm I'm reading the Kylo Ren comic trade, so yeah. No one cares about Kylo Ren. Never tell you didn't you say that. Wait, you can hear him? Yeah. Well, I thought that was just in my head. No. Gar, we have a guest this week. I guess we should do a show. Oh. Yeah, I guess. But yes, it's now the Ultraman comic. Don't read that yet. Promised. Fine, I'll, I'll wait until the Ultraman special. dies. Spoilers! Prince! Oh. What? everyone and welcome to ultra ranger the podcast where we talk about ultraman's past present future godzilla and all kaiju in between as always i am your host ultraman gar and i'm your co-host ultraman lane and we have a guest this episode good old vegas bear what up yeah one of our one of our very awesome premium cast fans and, and as Hichi would say and, and unlike blaze i didn't have to pay him to be here <laughs> Wait, you paid him? I'm gonna turn oh, off uh, Aircaster uh, because Ichi was bitching about uh, something about the air conditioner no. getting in the way of the audio. Uh, no. Bear needs money! Honey is expensive! Bears don't need money. You're a bear. Take the shot! <laughs> Take the shot! This is one of the best Crumps episodes ever. Um, so, hi everyone. Yeah, so, another episode of Ultra Ranger. Got a lot of shit to talk about. Got some Ultra 7, got some Dinah, got some Zed. So. Yeah, we're back at with Woo! And um, that's one of the reasons why Vegas wanted to be on this episode. And good news, I, uh, got my Riku Ultraman G Galaxy Rising card and metal set. It's fucking dope. Ooh, look at you with and then, more gimmicks. And then I decided to get the, uh, G Galaxy Rising, like, uh, posable figure. Call the Ultra Action figure. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so that'll be a good placeholder until the actual G Galaxy Rising figure art gets announced. I wish I could afford Ultraman toys. Uh, for, for merchandise-wise, my vinyl of Ultraman Rebuke came in. That's cool. All like, the way from China. I like that he's got the, uh... The little shield thing on the left, his left arm. I like how that's painted, but on his other hand, it's, like, not painted. Well, yeah, because he only has it on one hand. Well, yeah, but it's, like, they didn't decide to paint in, like, the, the red outline on his other hand. Oh. <laughs> Vinyl figures. We... You get one color. <laughs> and pray it doesn't look like crap. Like Galaxy Rising. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Galaxy Rising vinyl looks bad. I mean, from the back. From all over. It's no okay. The more detail there is, the worse it the worse it looks. Mm. Um. So we have some news. We always have news. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's fake news. Oh. <laughs> all right. So our first news story. So in Japan, the. The 2019 Ultraman anime will be getting a Blu-ray release. Ooh. I need this. It's I need this so badly. But, but it's only in Japan. Damn it! Which means, oh, look at that! It's 30,000 yen, so it's going to be like four, $400. Yeah. 
God, I oh, hate so the Japanese Blu-rays are so expensive. Four hundred dollars just for thirteen episodes that you can stream. Or yeah, well, I mean, if and, I want to watch and, Ultraman, oh, I can just go on Netflix. And, and how much is that? Like, how much is Netflix? Like, like, seven, like eight bucks a month, I think. Eight bucks a month. And we we don't even pay for our Netflix. We use our landlord's Netflix. <laughs> That's something you want to admit live on air. Sure. I think it's a I think it's a tradition to not pay for your own Netflix. I mean, I don't pay for my Netflix. So, so you can't call us hypocrites. See, Netflix, you, you don't pay for it. Netflix, 80% of you don't pay for it. You can't get your parents to pay for it. <laughs> I, I don't pay for my Amazon Prime. I don't pay for my Crave. I don't pay for... <laughs> and then me, me, Gene Gar, we all share a, a Disney Plus account. Back to this news story. Uh, so each episode comes with an optional commentary... From director Kenji uh, Kamiyama and creator Tomohiro Shimoguchi. Additionally, the box that comes with an exclusive comic illustration. Yeah, and there it is. It's just a picture of the Science Patrol. That's actually really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's very sweet. Hi, it's Ide. Hi, it's Ide. and Cap. No Hoshino. No Hoshino. He went skiing. Yeah, and then he broke his legs. Then he quit acting. Uh, The artwork looks all right. Yeah, it's just like the the color timer being like attack like being assembled. And like the basic images that they've had on the poster. Spoilers, I know Ultra Seven's in there. Uh, <laughs> I already knew that. I gotta fucking finish the show. Uh, Two episodes in so far. I have to watch it again. Yeah, I think she's just watching it with me. Uh, I wanna watch it again. I just want Ultraman Jack to show up, because I've seen pictures of him. Holy fuck. Oh, he looks awesome. He is so big. I can't wait. It's this Hulkbuster. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. Ultraman if you had a Hulkbuster. Ultrabuster. The Ultrabuster. The... I'm trying to think of Kaiju. Fuck. Oh, Zeton. Zeton Buster. <laughs> um. uh, next story... Singer Daigo and actress Keiko Kitagawa are now parents. Yeah, so Daigo. Oh, that's, yeah, it's the guy from the Saga movie. Who yeah, Zero from Ultraman Saga. He fucking hated Ultraman. Is that the guy no one cares about? Yeah, well, he's the one. He's the one Zero. He's probably like the least appreciated uh, Zero host because like after Ray. Yeah, after Ray. Or not, not Ray. Whatever that. Whoever the guy was in the the, the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have this guy, but then the top tier is, is Lito. Like, no, of no course. Lito. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the best one. Yes. Lito's like the best one. Lito's he's a dad. Like the best one. Look <laughs> uh, well, at him. He's daddy. Yeah, uh, the couple posted on their own respective reports about the child's birth. Both are dated on September 7th. Uh, oh, it's a baby girl. It's a baby. It's a baby. Speaking of babies, uh, Ultraman Jeeds, uh, Hideyoshi Iwata, and Mayu Hasegawa are now parents. So the guy, the people who played Mao and uh, uh, Zena in Ultraman Jeed, they got married and now they have a kid. Yeah. And it's fucking adorable. My heart melted when uh, I saw uh, it. Did they look meet at on that. set? It's, a, it's such a cute picture. They look so happy. Look at the big smile on his face. My heart. This is like the first thing I woke up to like that morning, and I was just like, I was like, oh, my day's gonna be just fine. That kid is gonna ha- have a hell of a job. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> my daddy's Ultraman. No, you know what's funny? They're probably gonna make like Riku like his unofficial uncle. So he's just gonna have an uncle Riku. I want I hope we see uh, a picture of fucking Riku's actor holding that baby. Oh uh, <laughs> it'd be adorable. Freaking uh no, I was just reading another news story recently of uh, Kamen Rider Fong's uh, kid. She found out that she was a Kamen Rider. Yeah, and she probably lost her but, shit. But here's the funny thing. like She's taking her to school, and it's like, oh, what are your like fellow children into? It's like Demon Slayer and all that. And like, oh, do the boys like Kamen Rider? It's like, yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Well, I was a Kamen Rider. Proceeds to talk about Demon Slayer more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, like, your mom was a common writer. Oh, you wish to be a writer? No. Common writer Fong. I was the first female writer. You're sure. you're the reason I didn't come back for the Ryuki special. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Yep. They wanted to bring her back, but it's like, oh, guys, I, I can't. I have a kid and pregnant as well. Okay, bye. She's also she's also really ungrateful. So, uh, yeah. Look at that though. It that just that, that's just such a heartwarming picture. Like this is like probably this would be like in my top ten best pictures from twenty twenty. <laughs> it blows my mind that the two of them got together. Yeah, like who'd have fucking thought? Like they they played partners in the show, and then they became partners in real life. But then but then Mao's actor re, re, uh, retired because she decided to become a stay at home wife, and I was like, no. Aww. But I, I, I get it, but no, because she's my she's my Ultraman waifu. Because I like that she was like Riku's sister, but then she also liked him. It was weird. Wait, so, so when I was alone in the dark and I thought I was hugging Riku, Pega. Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> so whenever I was alone with him, I was there. Hi, I'm Pega. Yeah, no, Pega and Riku were like fucking peas and carrots. They're inseparable. Hey, and I were like, please and carrots. carrots. <laughs> wait, who would be? Wait, Riku would be forced, right? No, Pega would be forced. Peg. Please <laughs> and carrots. Run, Pega, run! Back in Pegasa. <laughs> Back in Pegasa. Then I ran. Then I remembered something. Riku. <laughs> I gotta get Riku! <laughs> Just in the Nebula house. Riku, you have a new form. <laughs> Galaxy Rising. Unbreakable. Magic Mouse. <laughs> what's cool, actually, what's really cool about the Zed Riser is that if I don't use, if I use the Riku card and they don't have any metals in it, it does G Primitive. So I'm just looking over my G-Driser being like, eh, technically I don't need you anymore, but you're G's primary henshin device, so yes I do So need now you. my big question is, if you put the Haruki card in with those metals, does it go Ultraman Z Galaxy Riser? I don't think so. I haven't tried that yet, actually. Well, we'll Let's do it right now! No. No, well, let's move on to the next news story. Yeah, guys, that's fucking heartwarming as shit, and I love it. No more babies. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. What about the other one? What about Belial's act, voice actor... We oh, talked about that on extra, extra. No, but you said we were going to say that for Ultraman, you bastard. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the voice actor for Ultraman Belial had a fucking kid, so I was going to make the joke, oh, he already has a kid, his name's Jeed. <laughs> we already did that on extra. Yeah. You know, when I was quote-unquote drunk? Uh, Ultraman said se second ending theme announced. Oh, it's getting a second ending theme? Yeah, and it is oh. called Promise for the Future. And this song will be... So 
So is there uh, any particular reason why it's getting a second ending theme? Yeah, some shows just do that. Tiger did it. Uh, Orb Origins oh, okay. did. Orb Origins and, and did true, it. true Fighter ended up being like the better of the two. Yeah. I love True Fighter. Uh, Everyone loves True Fighter. Ishii doesn't watch Ultraman and he loves True Fighter. <laughs> it's true. We're we're uh, driving around and we, like, the, we listen to the English version. Yeah, like True Fighter came on. I'm just like, oh shit. And he's just like, fuck yeah, I love the song. And I was like, this is my song. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's being sung by Ultraman. That's actor himself, uh, Tatsusuke oh. Hakatana. Oh, bitchin'. Or Hatanaka. Hmm. Cool. Uh, <coughs> uh, look at that. He's fucking sexy young man. Yeah. Uh, he's, as you, as we discussed, he's also in My Hero Academia. Who? Uh, he's the lightning kid. Oh, oh, he's... He's... Okay. He's dark yeah. face. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> the song will be first heard starting with the episode that will air on September 26th. Uh, in addition, the song also serves as the actor's sixth single. Uh, said single is set for a November 26th release and will be available in both regular and limited editions. Hey. With the limited edition including a Blu-ray that has the song's music video and the making of featurette. Cool. I wonder what it's like to be the voice actor for an Ultraman. Probably pretty cool. You get to be an Ultraman. Right? I imagine there's a lot of shouting. Uh, I doubt that's his VA going. Probably is. Oh, yeah, they probably just pitched down his. Uh, yeah, they're pro- voice. like all the freaking ADR going on. Yeah. Uh, so now we got the official uh, official images for the DX Belial Rock, which but I think wait, I think it's just called. The does Belial. it talk? What? Does the sword talk? Yes, the yes, sword uh, uh, talks. Yes. Supposedly, it, 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 Belial's voice comes out of it, and it tells you to brush your teeth and eat your vegetables. <laughs> like, according to one image, there are a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 phrases. Whoa. Anyways, I've already secured this thing for myself. Like, I'm getting this. It, it's There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I need this fucking weapon. <laughs> it's a talking sword. It's a talking Belial sword. What, what are the odds? When Saber, when Comrade Saber got trademarked, you know, I, like, I'm over here, like, calling it now the sword talks. Turns out I was right just with the wrong franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine, like, he ha- he uses the sword when Z- while Zero shows up. The sword sees Zero and it just starts screaming. <laughs> but like not even like intimidating just in just like he sees zero just oh, <laughs> also this thing's gonna be a pain in the ass to display so i hate that's like a it's an upside down sword it's a talking sword. oh i didn't see the packaging for it yeah this thing's probably gonna be like at least like 70 bucks for me but i don't care i will pay any amount of money to fucking get this thing Oh, look, Belial even has an off switch, so you can turn him the fuck up. Wait, go back to the last picture? No, no, the other one? Uh, oh, good, the mouth closes. Yeah. So you can actually go, like, for this, you'll pay a terrible price. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot. Howdy, howdy. I'm zero. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> Alright, so I guess it's the top. There are two buttons on it. And, like, 
one button's for the uh, slashes attack. And, and the other one's for the talking. Yeah, the other one's for the talking. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to get this thing. But yeah, as I was saying in the la- last episode, like, it's shaped like one of Belial's, like, claws. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yep. Talking sword. I might, if they release the figure out of the, the zero, Z form, I might just buy it just, like, would you take the fake art so I could just have the sword? No. Damn you. Because that's what the swords I like, give to Blyle. I don't care. Aw, uh, fuck you. What was the... No. I want the figures with the sword! Well, too bad. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that with your figurines. No. You gotta stop buying it and then giving other people pieces of it. No. Why? When, when did they do that with another thing? Uh, freaking Ryu Soul King or whatever the Ryu Soldier mech Oh, was. I gave Ichi the blue one? Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't care. Anyways, the DX Phantom Sword Belial Rock will go for 4,378 yen. Yep, and for an early October release, just and, in time for Halloween. And yes, this is the full title of it. The Phantom World Sword Belial Rock. Hmm. Or like Belial Cock. But- <laughs> wow. This is, who says it's his finger? Giggity. Anyways, it's best Ultraman weapon nope. ever. Uh, the Ultraman gun from X can fucking take a seat. Okay, I have it. No. You got that for me. I'm treasuring that forever. I, I'd say I'd say hate it. I just said it's down. It's second on the list now. Oh, I love an Ultraman gun. Uh, so next, Ultraman ZDX Ultra Metal. Go back up. I didn't do the thing. Ultraman Z Delta Rise Claw set official images revealed. So we got Zero Beyond, Ultraman Jeed, and Belial Atrocious. You know, the best the best ones. So I might actually have to get this set for myself. Mm-hmm. Because I need Belial Atrocious in my life. And Jeed. Yeah, they all look good. Because, like, I might as well just get this set if I want to get, like, the spe- the, the cooler Jeed medal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, need, I don't need that one from the Ultra Force... Ultimate Force Zero set. Well, since you mentioned it, might as well talk about that as well. <laughs> uh, so there is a shit ton of freaking special... Ultra medals coming out. It's a fucking ultra Holy shit, that's a lot. There's an Ultra Brothers medal. Yeah, so luckily it's four sets. But holy shit. So the first set is to commemorate Ultraman Zero's 10th anniversary, being a Ultimate Force Zero set, including Shining Zero. I'm going to pause this so I can actually read it. Burp. 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 It's already paused. Uh, Glenfire, Mirror Knight, Jean Bot, Jean 9. In a regular version of the Ultraman G Primitive Metal. Hell yeah. Yep, very nice. Uh, the second set will be in celebration of the New Generation Heroes, which they're based on their final forms. In a, like, final form show-wise, in a sense. The Victory Knights for the tempting. Yeah, so you have Genghis Durium, Victory Knight, Exceed X, uh, Royal Mega Master, Rube, and Taiga Tristerium. No, Magnificent. I'm, I'm disappointed. Well, Magnificent will probably be like a candy toy exclusive or something. Fucking hope so. Uh, the, third, the third set will include movie exclusive forms. Ooh. So you have Ginga Victory, Exceed X Beta Spark Armor, uh, Orb Trinity, Jeed Ultimate Final, Groove. The real final form. Yeah, <laughs> the true final form. Uh, Groob and Rega. There you go. And then lastly, with the fourth set, we have the six Ultra Brothers. 
or not six Ultra Brothers. Uh, we have the Ultra Brothers medal, which is the six Ultra Brothers. Uh, Ultraman 80, Ultraman Justice, Ultraman Hikari, Ultraman Zero Luna Miracle, and Ultraman Rebuke. Yeah. That fourth set seems like a miscellaneous set. Uh, we ran out of them, so. I, I would love if the Ultra Brothers Mel just said, like, all of them. It was just like, Ultraman, Safi. Well, I'm guessing they did this one so that when uh, you get the Mabius medal, you can get, like, his movie form. Oh, yeah. Mm. The 80 medal's cool. I want the 80 medal. Yeah. I love my boy 80. So uh, each set will be sold individually and be be uh, released in late November. Okay. All of them going for... Uh, doesn't say how much they're all going for. Uh, probably like... Oh, 1,650 yen a piece. Yeah, so it'll be like 25, 30 bucks at most. So it's $100 for... Let's see here, 6, 12, 8, 24 medals. Whoa. Enough to fill up the entire container. Yeah. And uh, to go back to the Delta Claw, uh, the Delta Claw Rise metal set, uh, that would be going for eight hundred and twenty-five yen. So that'll be like twenty bucks. Yeah, for a early October release. Hmm. Cool. Cool. Now we got the Ultra Action figure for Ultra Z Delta Rise Claw. I can't believe it's called Delta Rise Claw. It's weird. Because he's got scratchy, he's Wolverine claws. He doesn't come with a sword. Oh, okay, zero out of ten then. Yeah, exactly. Not worth it. Well, sword or no buy. No well, I mean, like the you said that the sword looks like one of uh, Belial's fingers, so that's probably what they were thinking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this figure's six inches tall and has seventeen points of articulation. Uh, 2,200 yen, and will be released in late October. Looks okay. Yep. But when, don't wait for the figure art. Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of figure arts, uh, so the Tomashi Nation's uh, 2020 event uh, that will be happening in November announced it's uh, Ultraman. It's uh, Ultraman figure arts exclusive, which is, of course, going to be zero with fucking metallic colors oh looks really good it looks good it's very shiny it's so shiny and best part is there's actually a photo comparing it with the regular release and damn does it stick out yep oh zero you've come so far but yet so little yeah no he's pretty much on everything Done many movies, showed up in a show, has a shit ton of broken forms. Still technically doesn't have his own TV show. He hosts shows. Yeah. Does that count? Does that really count? He's so cool he doesn't need his own show. <laughs> hey Zero, you know what I have? A fifty episode series where you have. <laughs> 50 episodes? I only got 39. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Ultraman, I can't explain. Explain, you have 49, you have 50 episodes, I only have 39. 39? I was only getting 25. Zero. You guys got episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it's been movies. 
Yeah, it's pretty. And it'll be going for 6,050 yen. So probably like 100 bucks. It'll be released in November. November 4th is the delivery date. Alright. Cool. Again, if it came with the mantle, I would have picked it. I would have picked it up. So you'd probably rather get the regular one? Mm-hmm. Well, it comes with a stand. Yeah, it comes with a stand that has his 10th anniversary logo on it. Oh. And our last news story, which I'm most excited for, SH Figuarts Ultraman Puma has finally gotten a release date. Yeah. Yeah, Ninja Boy! Yay, Puma was my least favorite of the Tri Squad. Look, look how cool he looks. I mean, sure. He's, he's cool a looking. ninja. Ooh, I'm not a big fan of ninjas. You, you, so you didn't like Naruto? I barely watched Naruto. You didn't like Yamcha? I mean, Wait, Yamcha wasn't. Does anyone like Yamcha? I mean, I kind of like Yamcha. It's because I feel bad for him. Lost his girl. That's called back. pity lane. <laughs> Oh, so yes, the final member of the Tri Squad will be coming to us February of next year for seven thousand one hundred and fifty yen. They each need their own TV series or a V Cinema. No, we were, we were talking about in past <clears throat> Ultra Ranger episodes that like Titus needs to have like his own movie, and it needs to be in like the animation style, like animated by Sunrise. Oh, in the style oh. of the seventy nine anime. Yeah, Jonius. I was thinking of that too. Like, he, he needs like a, he needs like an anime. Fuma needs like a orb origin style TV show, and Taiga needs something. <laughs> he needs a better origin story. Yes. Oh yeah. Little, little baby, baby Taiga. Little baby Taiga. Where I got baby Tara? Where's baby Taiga? Gugu Taiga. Gugu Taiga. Uh, yeah, no, he's cool again. Just like again, my favorite was Titus. So we're still waiting for the last seven episodes of the audio drama to be subbed. Just want to get figure arts of Titus and then get monster figure arts of Black King and just have dummy Black King. It's my favorite episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Episode ten is all around the best episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to have this guy. Cool. Are you getting Titus? Yeah, I already uh, pre-ordered Titus. Because you just can't have one. You gotta get all three. Yeah, of them. no, they're they're better together. So. They, they, they it's just weird to have I, only one. I like that they pose them like that. Yeah, the last photos. You know what? It'll probably be in the thumbnail somewhere. Just the three of them all hanging out, all chilling. Yeah. I'll Photoshop like a like a bottle in freaking Tiger's hand. Because <laughs> it looks like it's like yeah, we're drinking, buddy. Or like have like Tiger like sitting in like uh, like falls into the cup of coffee like. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. But that is the news. Yay. So let's get into the episodes. Uh. So Ultra 7, Episode 6, Dark Zone. So I'm just going to immediately say something. As soon as I saw this little shadow thing show up, I didn't even look up anything in this episode at all, and I looked at it and I was like, it's Pega, it's Pega, alien Pega, isn't it? Because I knew it from the whole shadow thing, and then I saw it and I was like, I was right! I, I, I was like... <laughs> so, <laughs> I have a bit of a funny story in regards to this. Okay. Yes, do tell. Gar kind of knows some of the details, but 
I found out that Ultra 7 had an English dub. Yep. Yep. So I was going to watch the English dub from episode one up to episode six. Only to find out episodes five, six, and seven were never dubbed into English. (laughs) Now, is it just considered lost media or is it like just straight up no English? I think it's lost media because. Every source I could find says that the episodes were dubbed. They were just never broadcasted over here. I can see that. Because most likely, uh, like most likely, uh, yeah, what's the word I was looking for? Subaraya. Uh, Subaraya Productions, much like how they're planning on doing a full English version of the original Ultraman series on Blu-ray. Ultra 7 will probably follow. With the dub. Yeah. Because I have a strong feeling they own like copies of their English dubs. Would not surprise me. I mean, hell, it's the only way to watch episode 12. Um, I, so, again, we heard that like really cool Ultra 7 song, which I think should have been the actual theme song for the show. Sung by the guy that did the opening. Yeah, but I feel like that should have been the opening. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it sounds more fun, you know? One, two, three, four, one, two, two three, three, ultra four, five, seven. Six, seven. Yeah, I think that would have been such a better opening. It's funny, because I was thinking of that song while the opening was playing, and then the episode starts up with that song, I'm like, Good. Yeah, so Dan and Maggie basically come back from, like, hearing about something from some kids and it's like yeah some fucking kids like they they saw like a spark on a train it was like ooh they saw sparks flying in the sky turns out it was just from the train yeah but uh like they owe us they spoke uh, they owe us rocket money yeah but the the ultra guard are like getting like a signal from somewhere but they don't know where it's coming from and so Anne goes to her room and she sees this weird shadowy figure in her room and she's like so what does she do? She calls Dan immediately, and Dan comes in. He's like, "What the fuck?" And so <laughs> he he like he tries like he grab he rolls up like a magazine and he tries to like like whack it, but like it goes like through him, and he's like, "Whoa!" Well, yeah, lame. Did Pokemon not teach you anything? If you have a problem, punch it. <laughs> well, I mean, I go with, I go with the Digimon route where Ty was just like, "Oh, you just gotta give the laptop a few whacks." <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, which we so we find out that the the shadowy figure is oh he's he's injured he's in pain like you know he, he needs time to recover and oh, I'm I, just like I'm just like sitting there both I shit. I came from the city I'm very injured yeah but again so I saw shadowy figure and I'm like you're a fucking peg aren't you you bastard I know I know what's up no um and so he's discussing where he's like oh you I thought he was really fucking terrible but you two are actually really nice and like you're taking care of me don't tell anyone else in here wow your species is a lot smarter than I gave you all credit for yeah and like he just talks so Pegasus the stupid one yeah so (laughs) no he he was raised by humans so I'm Pega I'm an alien but raised by humans I mean Pegasus is basically alien Riku I'm Riku Foreign alien, raised by humans. The only difference is that his dad's not space Hitler. That's true. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he like he talks about stuff where it's just like, oh, 
like, our science is better than you. And it's like, oh, like, what about your flowers? And she's like, oh, these are artificial. Wow, you guys artificially grow flowers, like, uh, that, that don't wither? Wow. And he's like, yeah, our fa- we have factories, but if, like, our factories get destroyed, then people, like, suffocate within hours. And like, yeah, fa- we have factories that create our own water and air. Yeah, we can't, yeah. And then, like, he talks about, like, the galaxy he's from, and apparently... There are a total of 176,243,243,000,210,866,000 galaxies in their universe, specifically. Each with their own sun. Well, no, 10, uh, 10 billion of them have their own sun. Oh, yeah. So it's just like... And, like, Dan's like, wow, you have the calculate that? He's like, yeah, you do. So I decided, you know what? I'm curious. Who is this voice actor who who did the voice of the alien Pegasus mm-hmm. in this? His name is June uh, Hikasa. Mm-hmm. He didn't go anywhere in the voice acting industry. He ended up becoming a producer at Toei Company. Oh. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to list off a few things he's done. Uh, he was the assistant producer in Machine Man. Okay. The assistant of right. Space Sheriff Scheider. Okay. The main producer of Common Rider Blade. Mm. And and he's done eight Super Sentai seasons. Gogo 5, Time Ranger, Gow Ranger, Hurricanger, Abba Ranger, Bokenger, Goanger, the first half of Ghostager, and Akiba Ranger. Oh my god. Oh wow. Wow. This guy did a lot. So he's like the big head producer of like the last decade like the last 2010s of sentai fuck that's pretty impressive and this is where he started yeah um but this this episode was really really good just because it had like it had a lot at stake and like you know they had to make like a really like hard decision and it was really like i didn't expect it to go the direction it did but it did and i was like wow so i didn't really know what to expect with this episode but the, the fact that they went in the direction they did was, well, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so we basically find out that, uh, like, the Pegasus City, which is, like, apparently, like, he was saying, like, oh, it's, like, the size of, like, the head of, like, a pin, like, on Earth or something like that. Well, no, it was, like, 800 tons heavier than the Earth. Yeah, so it was, like, really big, and it's, like, basically on a collision course with Earth. Like, it's, like, moving through, but it's gonna hit Earth. So, like, he, t- uh, so, like, the, the alien Pegasus just, like, oh, well, you guys need to just move your, shift your, your, uh, Earth's orbit, and you'll be fine. And Dan's, like, and how the fuck do you suppose we do that? Wait, you can't move your own planet's orbit. You just let it spin randomly on its own. Oh, you guys are fucking screwed. You're... Wow, your species is dumber than I thought. What? Why did I think you guys were nice? What the fuck? No, but it, what's no, cute, I am going to kill you. What, what's cute? Yeah, what's, <laughs> what's cute is is when he like threatens to blow up the planet. He like actually does tell Anne like, "Oh no, you you and Dan leave because you guys are nice. Like, well, I'll, you, I'll spare you, you two, but like you two, you can go off into space, find your home. Your planet fucked. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so like, what ends up happening is, so you know, since. You know, we're humans. We don't have the technology we're to, dumb. We're dumb, to, to move entire planet out of its own orbit. I mean, if we did that, we'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah, we'd be in the world. We'd have the moon. Oh, shit, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, since we can't do that, 
We do what we always do as the human race. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. Attack the person that that doesn't have to blame. (laughs) So, like, they take the Ultra Hawk up to try and figure out what's, like, to try and fix the giant city. And once we see the giant city, I was expecting something that didn't look like that. Yeah, no, that's not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, a giant fortress. You know know what I was expecting? What? Terraventure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought it was just gonna be like this massive, cool, like terra venture, like giant, like domed city or something. And uh, it's like, well, good news. They have, uh, they're able to, they fix their uh, city, uh, their like Pega City. So now they're not on a collision to Earth. What's the bad news? We already launched the rockets, and it takes twenty minutes just to get out of here. With five minutes to spare. With five minutes to spare, and no one's responding. Yeah, like, Dan's just, like, trying super fucking hard, because, like, he, he, like, they get a, like, they're on their way, but then they find out their bomb's not really that, uh, more powerful, or not powerful enough, and then, like, he's like, oh, no, we're on a mission of honor now. Like, we're gonna try to warn them and, like, evacuate them, and Dan's like, yeah! Like, he's, like, so fucking happy to do this. And it's just, like, they find out, like... No one's responding. Yeah, so they have, they have to blow it up. Because... I thought it was darkly funny when, uh, sorry for interrupting, but I thought it was really funny when, uh, they first got the, the call that the, uh, original launch was aborted because like Dan is just like furiously, like trying to get anyone to answer. And then in the, like in, in the, in the ship, uh, they hear the launch has been aborted and Dan is like, so everyone will live. And then his boss is like, no, they're using stronger rockets. It's like, why isn't no one responding? Maybe they think that our technology won't destroy it. Yeah, they just think, yeah. Hubris. It blows up and it's just like, I, I was like, oh shit. Karma's a bitch. I couldn't fucking believe that they actually blew, I blew, blew it up. And so yeah. You maniacs! You blow it up! Yeah, so the, the alien, so the alien Pega, he, like, he, he eventually shows himself, which, now it's interesting to see what a Pega looks like without fucking a hoodie track and pants. track pants and shoes. God, that took me forever to realize he was wearing clothes the whole fucking show. <laughs> no, like, halfway through Gene, I'm like, guards, you notice Pega's wearing, like, a track suit and shoes? And you're like, yeah, Lane, since episode one. What? <laughs> so, he fucking darts off. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I, I, I was sent here to blow up Earth in case... Uh, uh, you know, I fucking love that. Yeah, like... he, he reveals his full self, and and the, 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 the woman just screams, and he just runs off. <laughs> well, that, that, well, yeah, I just I can just see him. No, you know who I can see making like his voice? Just Peter Griffin. Alien <laughs> 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 <Ellen> Peter. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Dan goes to confront him, and he like he basically tells him it's like it's like all right, what are you up to? I'm gonna blow up the earth. Yeah, I already sent something down there that's gonna like blow up the planet. I could I could have done it from Anne's room if I wanted to. But she was so nice. Yeah, so nice. You guys gave me tea. I like. I liked it though when like he, they call everyone into like the room and like Furuhashi like takes like a coat hanger and he's just like, 
I'm like fussing, throws it back, he just goes back, and like Anne's like, don't worry, he's fine, he's not dangerous. He's like, see, I, I, I told him you were fine. Should have brought a priest. The power of ultra compelling. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan tells the alien Pe- uh, Pega that uh, he like we blew up the city, and he's just like, no, liar, like you didn't. And it's like, it's like, why do you think it's not here yet? And he's like, oh, there's plenty of time between like Earth and where it is. And it's like, uh, dude, I was there. We blew it up. I saw it with my own two eyes. And he's like, no. And so Dan just turns into Ultra Seven, and like he's human size. So. Because, like, you were saying this was originally not supposed to be, like, an Ultraman series or, like, linked to Ultraman. Yeah. So that's probably why he was, like, in human size, like, a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and so I, he, That was a little uh, off-putting uh, when I saw the episode. Because, like, yeah, this is Ultraman. So, so they're going to grow to giant size and then they're going to fight. Wait, why are they still human sized? Yep. No, that's happened a bunch of times so far that he's just been human sized. Yeah. Broke out of a jail cell last episode. Oh, yeah. Never got an explanation why. Like, Can't put seven in a jail cell. Nope. Dan, wait, Dan, how'd you break out of the jail cell? Uh, Magic. Yeah, you know what, uh, uh. Boss, look at Alien! Where? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Ultra 7 flies down, grabs the bomb. He, you see him Somehow survives the shit. explodes. You see, like, a little, like... Yeah, it's like, to think, this is a bomb that was supposed to blow up in the Earth's core. Like, blow up the planet. Somehow, tossing it out to space didn't affect the atmosphere or anything. Yeah. And so the Pega just, like, runs off. He escapes, which... Maybe maybe he's related to Pegalino. I don't know. He doesn't have a way off the planet. Exactly. But maybe it's his dad. It's not the same universe. Oh, that's right. It should have been. should have been. I will die on this hill. My own cannon. Apparently the he Peg's dad. apparently he does come back in the Heisei Ultra Seven spinoffs. Oh, isn't it like the bad one? Oh no, that's Ultra Seven X. Yeah, you're thinking of Ultra Seven X. No, in the '90s there were like Ultra Seven movies. Okay. Where uh, a alien Pegasus does show up. Are we gonna talk about that after we talk, uh, finish Ultra Seven? Uh, every like once a month we'll talk about one special. Cool. Um, yeah, and so then, like, we see, like, this, like, little shadow thing called the Dark Zone, and, like, Anne's like, I believe that the Pega, like, shrunk himself, and he's hiding in there, and maybe we'll see him again someday, and Anne's like, I'd like to see him, too. Kick his ass. Uh, so, yeah. So, you can't die, I have to kick your ass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, this was a really, really, it was a really good episode, and it just took a very interesting turn, I wasn't expecting it to go, like, I thought, like, Oh, we have to destroy it, but then it's like, no, we can save them, and then like they end up saving them or something. No, no, that that, that race is fucking dead. You only had the budget for one suit. Yep. Uh, fun fact: this was the third episode to go into production. Oh, okay, that explains a lot. That's probably why a lot of like the first episodes they filmed, he was just human sized. Yeah. And then they were like, you know what, guys? It just feels like Ultraman. Let's make him big. Well, fun fact: Ultra Seven was supposed to be blue. I would have loved to see that. The, uh, oh, that would have been great. Uh, there's concept art that showcased him as all blue, but then uh, it was the toy companies that made the merchandise was like, now nah, red sticks out more. Yeah, red sells. Plus, red's easier. I like, so. all right. I like blue Ultraman. Can you just imagine Ultra Seven as like a as a scientist? I could see that. Him with a lab coat. <laughs> just all Ultraman Zero ends up becoming a red Ultraman instead. Well, well, we know we know for a fact his um, mother's a blue. Yeah, yeah. Zero's mother is blue. 
And she is a scientist. Okay. Well, you didn't get her smarts. <laughs> Zero is kind of, kind of, kind of thick-headed. Well, yeah, he, he's kind he, of an idiot. He grew up with fucking Leo as an uncle. You know what? Fair enough. Are he you was watched s- over by Ultraman King. You think they would have like tutored him and like. Uncle Leo, you've told the story about Silver Bloom 80 times this week. Can you talk about something else? No! Zero! Hello! Just fucking Uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Zero! (laughs) Hello! Hi, Uncle Leo. Zero, Zero, come here. Did I ever tell you about the time that me... And your, my brother Astra, yes, yes, Uncle Leo, you've told me this story 50 times. Well, anyways, there I was with your brother Astra, with my brother Astra. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there we were with the giant key weapon. I know, I know, and you, yeah, you stabbed him with it. And your dad, your dad, he broke his legs in the first fight. <laughs> I just want to see that, Dad. That actually did happen. He broke his legs. Oh, fuck. Um, so yeah. yeah, so really good, good episode of Ultra 7, I'd, I'd say. Really good episode. Yeah. I'm glad we got to see, like, the origin of Pega, so. And never again. Until Gene. Yeah. And they decide, hey, we'll give him clothes. Well, we'll give him clothes so he's not running around naked. We'll give him a tracksuit and shoes. We're, we're not going to make him like Ben 10 <laughs> No. Ben realizes he's naked the vinyl 80% figure, of the time. The vinyl figure actually has him with the tracksuit. And I want that vinyl figure. I wouldn't mind having the vinyl figure out either. I want a fake... You know what? Figure's Pega. If Savenger gets a figure <laughs> art, I'm going to fan vote Pega getting a figure art. Yeah, no, Pega deserves a Yo, Laha figure. Comes oh. with sword, mop handle. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't give me hope. Comes with a vacuum. Don't give me hope. Riku comes with a PS4. <laughs> a PS4. Comes with a bunch of roses. Take it back. But, but come on. Take it back. Okay. Where's Riku? Oh, he went shopping to go buy get a vacuum. vacuum. Decided to buy a PS4 instead. What a what a champ. <laughs> and then Sonozaki Ryube fucking invited him over to his house and they played Tekken on his PS4. And I was like, this you know, is the best I was talking. I was talking to his dad, too. Yeah, yes, dad, I know. I was also, I was also the father to uh, 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 Philip. Like, yes, you told me already. Also, also, my daughter's bird got into my fucking chemical and turned into a giant bird monster. And Wait, I, that was him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and episode, yeah, in episode of Ultraman Tiga, he showed up twice as two separate characters. Yeah. <laughs> As two separate characters, like ten episodes apart. Yeah, no, I was like, wait, did we see him already? Yeah, he, he's been he's been in Toku a lot. It's impressive. It's probably nice. Anyway, speaking of Tika, let's talk the- about Dino. <laughs> so, episode seven. Friend in a box. Friend in the box. So this episode wow. is interesting. Better than the alternative. Oh, oh, oh. So, oh, Vegas. Oh, oh God, I hate myself for that one, too. Oh, no. Friend in a box. It's better than you know what in a box. Oh. Oh, dick in a box? Ah, oh, he said it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, shame. Uh, so Gar, explain. Hey, do you want to explain something to us? Uh, what was what was the, the the main thing that we found out in this episode that was really 
kind of big. You know, little girl in the orphanage. Oh, okay. <laughs> so get this. Brace yourselves, everyone, whoever is listening to this. The yep. 30 people that listen to this. Yep. The, the 10 of you that are actually still listening. There is an orphanage in Ultraman Dyna that is dedicated to the children who lost their parents to kaiju attacks. Yeah. Okay. How are you not surprised by this? This is like the greatest... Because it's... I imagine that this is like common practice for any world with kaiju. Well, I mean, in Shin Godzilla, apparently there was like Godzilla insurance. If you got your shit attacked, destroyed by Godzilla, then you got insured. I'm not insured. Uh, but no, that's just... That's that's just funny. That like, it's just that we're in a world... Like, this is in the world where it's like... Kaiju attacks are a fucking common, a common thing. So it's like... Yeah, no. Some some people lose family and stuff because of the shit. They mentioned the orphanage, and the first thing that popped in my head was that shitty episode of Ultraman Great. I'm like, oh god, no. Please no. <laughs> oh, with the boy? Yeah, with the boy. Yeah, the one that fucking confused the shit out of you? The boy. <laughs> kind of yeah. glad I didn't watch Ultraman Great. Skip, skip episode three. No, episode three was cool. No, it wasn't. I liked it. <laughs> uh, At least wait until there's proper subtitles. Lane, you like Thouser. I do like Thouser. I'm not going to take your word on episode three, okay? No, okay. It was, it was good. The scar didn't understand it. Um, anyway, so yeah, so uh, we meet uh, Yuka-chan, who um, finds this little, little little furry little wolf guy, alien thing. He finds a Pokemon. Yeah, it's he finds a Gashapon. It's apparently called a Gabish. A Gabish? A Gabish? I don't know. Gabish? Yeah. Oh. Um, what he, subtitle said? He, he looked like he looked like Doggy Kruger if he was like cute. He looked like Doggy Kruger. Yeah, I can see it's the same colors. Like, yeah, like the like the Decker Ranger Doggy. Not, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, the, Decker Ranger Doggy Kruger. Not the not the superior version. Yeah, Muppet Doggy, not not cooler Doggy. Well, I guess I'm the only one that likes actual Doggy. No, that that's the one thing Power Rangers has over fucking Sentai. So they made Doggy Kruger look fucking awesome. I the mean, only complaint I had about that was that they made his snout a little too long, so it made the made the transformation a little weird. Yeah, that just raises more questions. <laughs> yeah, the man can fire fucking bullets out of the sword. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Hey, that didn't happen. De that didn't happen. In SPD. That only happened in Decker Ranger. Yeah, the movie. Which is funny because Decker Ranger also brought up the joke. Donnie, how does your snout fit in the helmet? I prefer not to answer that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yes, this little orphanage with the Yuka-chan and how she finds the little creature, but there's an alien bounty hunter. Er, we He's a secret a... investigator. Yes. So and alien dais. Yes, and he's he's pretty cool. He's got like scanning tag. He's got like uh, he's he got teleport. Tele he teleport, which is pretty cool. There's a phaser from Star Trek. Yeah. From Star Trek. <laughs> from Star Trek. <laughs> The next generation. It's like Star Trek: The Next Generation, although it's not as uh, iconic as the original. It still holds up. <laughs> um, go go watch Red Letter Media's two parter on their top five favorite episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. And watch the review of Star Trek: Picard because they fucking 
tear a new asshole. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, I heard that's not good. No, it's not good. Not at all. No. I'm going to keep watching it, though, to see how it goes. So, yeah. I, I'm taking this the bullet for, for all my friends. Um. So, anyways. Uh, so... Yuka, she, her, her parents and her friends all died in a fucking kaiju attack. In one blow. One blow. And so, she's just so, like, shocked, and she decided, prefers to be alone. She refers to herself in the third person. You know you're fucked up when you refer to yourself in the, in the third person. Yeah. Um. Aaron knows that for a fact. Aaron. 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 Aaron, please don't leave. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she finds like the little, the little, little furry thing, and then uh, like they end up being found by the alien. But then he he's about to shoot the alien, but then he hesitates, and they don't know why. And they're able, and so the super guts is able to capture him. You, uh, and by capture him, you mean Asuka grabbed the fucking chair and beat him with it. Yep. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, oh, am I watching wrestling now? <laughs> I was about to say, Oscar, you need to stop watching so much wrestling and you're off the And here comes Shane Oscar with the with the preschool chair. Oh, the alien dais is out for the count. Like Oscar's already better than Daigo. You think his favorite wrestler is the one that dresses up like Ultraman? Probably. Three minutes of playtime. That's a nice outfit. Your husband making for you? Oh. I like the post. Um, actually, yes, he did, and I love him very much. We're in a relationship. I don't appreciate you insulting my outfit. <laughs> it, was, it was the full rant, and Spider-Man's just like, whoa. So, the, yeah, after beating him with a chair, I'm sorry, that's probably my favorite thing of this episode. Yeah. Um. So they they go to they 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 go try to talk to Yuka and like be like, oh, we're gonna like get you the help and stuff like that. We don't, we're not gonna attack you for like uh, bully your your little friends and. You want some orange juice? I'll get you some juice. Okay, and then she runs off to go find her little friend. Oh, I called that immediately. It's like she does, she does, but then the alien finds her as well, and it, it, he's about to shoot again. But then she gets in the way, and then he, uh, the the creature teleports both him and Yuka. Uh, just it's just weird. She's able to escape. You go back and watch Ultra Seven. There's fucking guards everywhere at every door. Here, no. No, but it was cool. Like, one of the scientists that got, like, attacked or whatever, like, in the lab, that he was able to, like, activate an alarm, which set off, like, a distress signal where, like, in the base that they're, like, the, the intruder is. So that was cool. Yeah, because the dais woke up from a nightmare. Like, so apparently these things wiped out his home planet. Well, I don't think wiped out his home planet. It just killed his daughter. Yeah, it, just, it killed his daughter. Hello. My name is Diane. At least one of them destroyed uh, destroyed a building and killed his killed his little girl. Which his daughter happened to look like Yuka. What? That is one big cosmic coincidence. So that's what I was thinking was the, the plot of this episode was I thought was, oh, like the little creature's like parent killed his daughter so he decided to go after the bigger one's child to even the even the score. But then I was like, oh no, it just, he, he explained that like, oh, a bunch of these we had in caged, but like they, they, they crashed here and, but, and, and because of the atmosphere after a period of time, like the material uh, disintegrates and then they get out. Well, yeah, it's a gashapon item. <laughs> the casing looked like something from like an old gashapon, like old candy toy thing. Yeah. Put and the then, quarter in, you twist it. Yeah. yeah. And then over time you notice that it starts to get bigger and bigger. It's a digit. 
like Agumon, the first half of the Digimon movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Greymon now. You can be whatever you want, big guy. <laughs> I'm Gamora. Wait a minute, wrong series. I mean, Greymon is based off Gamora. So. I know, that's why I said it. <laughs> hey, I did that. Oh, man. Oh, thanks for taking the fact that I told you, bastard. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this thing grows like super fucking huge and becomes like really demonic looking and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. But there's this one fucking shot that just fucking killed me. Where it was just like this close-up shot of just like like couple members of like the Super Guts and like I forgot what the what was the guy in the last episode who was in the space station and he like fired the guns. Uh, Coda. Yeah, Coda. You just see Coda there. It zooms in like they're watching intensely. You just see him with like a with like a drink and he's just like just like sipping his drink intensely and I'm like that was amazing. What are our options? <laughs> options no but i just thought that was really fucking funny just seeing him like just watching the the screen and just him like sipping his drink i like when people do do that just i also love when people do like the, the slow-mo taking the glasses off oh like, the best best ones oh my god the, the, the best ones from that fucking hitler movie just oh oh freaking <laughs> like the, the the hitler meme yeah it's like he's like hitler fucking meme. ranting yeah, like people add different subtitles. Yeah, the, the first one I ever saw with that was when, nine, 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 when Team Four Stars Channel got taken down. Oh. But sir, there are plenty of other abridgers that could that can take the series. I want Ghost Snap! <laughs> no. Um So yeah, this thing ends up growing big, it like absorbs Yuka into its eyes. So that we can't blow its brains out. Yeah, because like uh, the alien like describes like, oh it's a trick by them, they they take hostages to like Take uh, have an upper advantage. Only cowards take hostages. Um, and so they end up trying to like shoot it down with like the jets and stuff like that, and they like they're they're doing a pretty decent job. But then like he changes more into like this more like bestial thing, and it was pretty fucking creepy. Um, you know what reminded me of? Remind me of that uh, that creature from uh, Rube, the, the one that uh, Saki had. Oh, um, Horboros. Yeah, Horboros. I was thinking that too. Yeah, it reminded me of Horboros, but it also reminded me of Garu from fucking Key Ranger. You know, you know what it reminded me of? Mm. Since we were talking about Digimon, it reminded me of Vmon a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. It, mostly because of the coloring and just the fact of, like, it grew. It, it's Garu and Doggy Kruger if they had a fucking kaiju baby. So Horboros. Yeah. yeah. It's prototype Horboros. Yeah, um, so the alien tries to go, like, he teleports into its eye, rescues Yuka, and, like, teleports her to a rooftop, and then he ends up getting, like, hit by a needle, like, it has, like, this, like, needle attack. Mm -hmm. Um, and then ends up taking another bunch of shots from Yuka, and which then Asuka, like, comes in and, like, saves them, brings them down, and then he's, like, he's dying. He's like, give her this necklace when she wakes up. She reminds you of my daughter, who died. Tell her to be strong. Okay, I'm dying. <laughs> oh, I forgot no, no, this. No, you're not Dinah. I'm Dinah. I'm Dinah now. No, you're not. Fuck you, I'm Dinah. <laughs> oh, wait, I oh, wait, I forgot this is a toku. No one dies. We just disintegrate. So, Asuka transforms into Dinah, but I was very fucking happy because you just see him, like, activate his transformation device, and then it just cuts to a shot of just Dinah just growing growing tall and just into the shot of like the, the the set with the miniatures and I was like there you go stop with that fucking CGI bullshit I'm tired of that 
so bad. Like, he just has, like, a proper, like, traditional Ultraman transformation. He just, like, has, like, the CGI fucking model, and then, bam, there's Diana. I, th- I think it's I think it's really lame. Well, it's 1997. They wanted to try something different. I know, but, like, when you're so used to practical, that's all, like, I want and expect. And so when they do something... Blame like, Jurassic I'm, Park. I'm like, no. Oh, well, yeah, you know what? Lost World would have been out by that time. Huh. Um, but yeah, so I like that they did like a more like practical shot of mm-hmm. Ultraman Dinah's transformation, so I like that. Um, he ends up trying to fight him and like does pretty decently, honestly. But then like Yuka's like, you can do it, Ultraman Dinah! It's yeah, like, how do you know He's a, I may be an orphan, but Yuka lo- loves to read the newspaper. Um, Yuka has a bunch of stories about fake news. Yuka believes one of the members of Supercats is Dinah. Yeah, so Dinah like ends up like, like fucking hating him, uh, like and uh, like Yuka like, uh, just has like the conspiracy like cork board. She's trying to figure out who Dinah is. Yuka must figure this out before she gets adopted. Yuka can't take this information with her. Yuka believes it's orphanage property. So like, Galvish <laughs> like ends up using like this tail attack or whatever, but then uh, Dino fucking just like chops it off with like a saw blade attack. Ultra slash. Because that's what Ultra, Ultraman has that. He, he has like a saw blade attack. Yeah, and he also did his Sogant right in the style of the old Spacium. Pose. Did you notice the fucking scream that fucking thing had when it died? Like, it turned into, like, blue fire. You just hear it going, like, and just fucking disappears, and I was like, holy shit! That was a fucking death roar. That thing was very upset to be dead. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm burying I'm burying you. I'm so alive, Dinah! I'm alive! Shh, wake the neighbors! You wake the humans! Um, so then, like, they Yuka, ask... Yuka, I'm alive! Yuka believes you lie. So they go up to, to uh, Yuka, and they act, like, which she's... She's still speaking in the third person, but then she starts speaking in the first person. And she's like, oh, I'm just used to being alone at this point, so I'm okay being, like, still being alone. And, like, Asuka's just like, no! Ultraman Dinah doesn't fight alone! And, like, I'm like, way to kind of exposing yourself as Dinah, dude. I'm not Tinga. Yeah, I'm not Dinah. Um, so, yeah, so this episode ends, um, like, kind of nicely, I guess, and... I'm sorry, now I'm just thinking of the the Tiga joke that we did. I'm not Tiga. I never said you were. All we asked you was how your day was going. Oh. I just wanted to know what you wanted in your copy, then you start talking about Tiga. It's making me starting to believe, you can believe you're Dinah! <laughs> it's like it's like an Agito, just like freaking Hikawa. Like it's like so, uh, Hikawa. What do you think? Of, what do you think of Shoichi? Why are you bringing up Sho- Shoichi? We're talking about Agito here. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking, he's Agito. What? No, him? No. He fucking sees him later. <laughs> hey, Hikawa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so overall, really, really good episode of Dinah, I think. I thought it was a little weird. They just kind of, kind of ignored the fact that there's a, well, not ignored, but it, it felt like they just kind of 
brushed over the fact that there's an orphanage mm-hmm. and that there's actual consequences for all the kaiju showing up every week. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so I thought it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's Zed. Yeah, Zed. So, episode five. First juggling. I forgot to put down the episode title, but I remember that's what the title is. Wow. I was so spaced out. So, so yeah. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, first juggling. So, yeah. Douglas Juggler's back. Or, Woo! sorry, he's just been here this whole time. I never left. So our, our, our suspicions were true. We made the joke being like, oh, what if it's a juggler? It's just in disguise. And fuck. They, they decided to do that. Because you you never recast someone in Ultraman. They just come back as the same character. Say that to fucking Terror Dopont's actor. You played fucking three different characters in Ultraman. Two different characters in the same series. Okay, nowadays we don't switch around the actors. Watch them do that within like a year. Like that's what I was expecting. I was expecting you know what Juggler's actors back as heavy as a new character. It'll be fine, it'll be great. Seeing the preview that Juggler's back. Lane, you were not here. But right, like it, when we recorded the Kuga episode, Cast Ranger. Yep. That's when I found out. Yep. I lost my shit. I know, and you fucking tw- you 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 messaged me the pit like the picture, and I was like, oh, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like I think that was my exact words. I was just like, son of a bitch. Wait, was fucking that the episode right? of Cast Ranger where Palm proved that Lane doesn't exist? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and then I, then Tom messaged me going like, "Oh, you make a video saying like you exist." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> that, was, that was weird. Um, so this episode starts off in northern Alaska. Yeah, it was this little little Arctic vehicle miniature model. It was really cute. It was like, I feel so. I have expected a miniature of Kurt Russell and uh, Keith David. Oh boy! If this were, if this went into the fucking thing, Emily would lose her fucking shit. I was just it's like. There, we got away from the alien. (laughs) (laughs) But due to global warming and apparently stealing artifacts, which is a no-no. Climate change. Climate change. Global warming. Same thing. It was in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, So the kaiju of the episode is the freezing monster Pegula. Which is... Get this. Supposed to be based on penguin. Fucking how? I kind of see it, but I guess. Like with the name Pegula, it's like oh, it's a peng, and like like Haruki refers to it as a penguin. And I'm like, I guess. It doesn't look anything like a penguin. Look at all the Tyrannosaurus Rex models from 1980s. Those don't look like Tyrannosaurus Rex either. But I guess Fair we have physical documentation of a living creature. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just going to dip that conversation. <laughs> uh, so they find this artifact that is apparently revealed to be 30,000 years old. And uh, Haruki thinks, eh, it's just a rock. But it's a, no, the Haruki 
oldest civilization was only 5,000 years ago. Yep. Uh, which made me realize, oh shit. Well, friends, that's as old as freaking the human race. As old as pre-existing human race. Yep. Because he was like, wait, there was an Ultraman that showed up, like, before? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking ask me everything. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that 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 Ultra was Noah. I'm just putting that out there. Probably. He is the oldest. Yep. Maybe maybe it was King. Could have been King. Could have been King. Or it could have been Zafalamu being a drunk. Oh. Zafalamu just coming in and be like, I'm not... Yeah. If we ever get an Ultraman series, it's about like the son of Zafi. Would you lose your fucking shit? Oh, I would. If that's next season, I'm going all in on that show. What? Watch that season in particular be written by the guy that made X Ha! He did better with Zero One. He did do better with Zero One. Yes, I, mean, I, per- I personally like X a bit more, but. No, 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 it's just, no, no, it's, it's about Zafi's son, it's like the greatest of all, like, you expect it to be like the greatest crew of all time, ends up being like the worst season. His actual name is Ultraman Zafalamu. Yeah, Ultraman Zafalamu. Uh, yeah, so, it, uh, apparently fucking Pegula showing up, he decides to fucking, like, fuck shit up. Yeah, in the middle of summer, it's... It's, like it's super hot or super cold. It's Duck Christmas snow. in July. Yeah, which apparently, like the the snow, the winter cloud that's like in the air is like negative one hundred thirty degrees Celsius, which that's fucking cold. That's deadly. That's really cold. You'd the, be the, dead. the 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 worst I've cold I've endured was I think like minus fifty. That was really fucking awful. I'd, I'd stay in that for an hour. <laughs> Thankfully, wasn't I was there a fucking snow apocalypse in Canada in like the nineties? Uh, no, no, you're thinking of the Blizzard 77. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't alive for that. Neither was I. It's 12 years before my time. Good couple of decades before my time. Yep. About 20, about two decades for me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Pegula starts, like, uh, students freeze beam where's everywhere. Ul- where's Ultraman Rebute? He kicked this guy's ass last year. He did. Could have kicked his ass again. Yeah. Um, and so they decided to send out Wyndham. So... Why Wyndham? Which, which, faster. Which I noticed something, because I watched Ult- when I watched Ultra 7. Because I watched Ultraman Z first, then I watched 7, then I watched Dino. Uh, so I noticed that when, like, they're opening the gate, like, you hear, fourth gate open. Fourth gate open. And I noticed in Ultra 7... It also was like fourth gate open. Oh. And so I'm like, wow, they're referencing Ultra Seven because, uh, yeah, it's Avenger and Wyndham both from uh, Ultra Seven. Yeah, I noticed that when I was watching the episode. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like how I also realized Wyndham Ultra Seven, it's Avenger, Ultraman Leo. Oh. And then you have Zero being his mentor, so it's like he's training with the two robots that were in the respective mentor seasons. King Joe was from Seven, right? Yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was in the two parter. That's how fucking dangerous King Joe is. He got a two parter. King Joe is pretty dangerous. Mm. I cannot wait to get that fucking DX King Joe. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh. So Yuka's going through uh the inform like going through some uh ancient text that they found with the spear, and apparently it says "Spear of Light from the Heavens, answer our prayers, send the monster to to a sleep beyond time." 
and it's like due to like climate change, it's reawakened them. Uh, yeah, that Oops. sounds about that sounds about right. Oops. I guess sleep beyond time is uh, not immune to uh, climate change. When will we ever fucking under realize that like we shouldn't fuck with shit that we don't understand? But it's the, always turns up being bad. But, but Lane, it's the Japanese way. If you can't kill it, seal it. Well, that's what Cockroach yeah. did. That's what every franchise has done. If you can't kill it, seal it. But don't you remember from the fucking Tiga movie when, like, they're, like, digging out the thing and they see, like, the statues and room was like, No, we can't fucking do this shit. Uh-uh. No. Nope. 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 And then some dickbag was like, Yeah, but what if we did? No. The quote fails. No. Uh, so yeah, so Yoko goes in Wyndham and tries to the fight uh, Pegula, which, like, she doesn't do too bad, but then, uh, ends up freezing Wyndham, which causes the, uh, the cockpit to be, like, I think, like, negative 56 degrees, so it's, like, really fucking cold for her, and she's, like, practically dying. Like, she's, she, she's, she's, she's yeah, she's, she's dying of hypothermia, she's freezing to death. Um, so, which then, uh, uh Haruki, he decides, okay, I'm gonna... Uh, uh, like uh, heavy girls is like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out and help. And Yoko's is like, oh, okay. Uh, so Haruki decides, okay, I'm gonna use the Zed Riser, and then who pops up behind him? Juggler, juggler, fucking juggler. Uh, okay, so I've been waiting for this. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I wanted to be on the show for this episode mm-hmm. was because for the past year. Uh, well, half year. I have been playing the Yakuza franchise, right? Mm. And you might be thinking, what does this have to do with Ultraman? I well, the Twitch in the comment section. <laughs> yeah, go check out Vegas' Twitch. Yeah, go 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 check out my Twitch. I'm playing Alan Wake right now. I'm bubbling my way through, uh, bubbling my way to victory. Anyway, uh, so the re the, the the reason why I bring up Yakuza is because. The way Juggler has been acting ever since the end of Orb's TV series has been suspiciously familiar to me. And then from that one scene where he showed up right behind Haruki, I realized why. They are turning Juggler into fucking Goro Majima from the Yakuza franchise. That is probably the best thing they could ever do. Is that a good thing? Yeah, no. He's, yes. He's like one of the main characters or something. Uh, Gar, I will send you a thing. Ooh, I like things. And stuff. And stuff and things. So he, he's he's this guy. Oh. So, yeah, he's, he's one of the main characters from the Yakuza franchise. And, like, like there's, like, games that... It, there's things you can do with him in the game where you can make him do, like, an idle, like, dance music video. It's really fucking weird. Like, the, like the, Yakuza, the Yakuza franchise is one of those series where it's like, you're either in or you're out. He's one of the weirdest characters and also one of the most beloved. I just like that. I just like that meme of like one of the characters just like slamming his fist on a fucking table and then he just walks out of a room. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, it's at least nice that they didn't like full on just like, oh, heavy curse juggler. It's like no, they waited until like almost the episode ending to be like. Oh, yeah. Heavy Curse Juggler. Yeah, so he steals Haruki's Zed Riser because he realizes, well, 
With the orb ring. Well, yeah, I freaking got sucked through a black hole, remember? Yep. So, well, I lost the orb ring, and I'm sure as hell not copying uh, Riku's transformation device. Fuck that. Oh, the, a dark freaking G-Driser? No, yeah, I'm glad Actually, that. Actually, that would have been cool. That would have been cool, but I'm glad it wasn't a thing. I'm glad K just used an ordinary G-Driser. No, it wasn't until the following season where they're like, no, let's let's repaint it. We can sell more. Oh, God. I need to get that rib gyro. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do I have to, what, what, like, what, am I supposed to go to fucking Greece to get it? Right? That's why I'm glad Aizen used the rib gyro, because he helped make it, and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, with, so, yeah, with Juggler's dark powers, he's able to uh, change, the, or, like, he's allowed to copy himself a Z-Riser into the dark Z-Riser. You actually fully paid off in the pre-order. Yeah. Yeah, so you're getting that, what, like next year? Yeah. Wow. That'll be nuts. Yep. I'm sad, though, that the access card says Heavy Korra access granted. I think it should have said Juggler's Juggler. I could have sworn it said Juggler. No, I heard it say Heavy Korra access card. Yeah, it says Heavy Korra because that's his alias yeah. in this universe. And he, has, and he has his three special medals, so he has Seton... Pat on or King Pat on? No, just Pat on. Oh, just Pat on and uh, Maga Orochi. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny how he, he just says like he says like Zeton Sun, uh, Pat on Sun, Maga Orochi. That's sir. Yeah, he's just like sir, fuck that's... this one in particular. Well, no, it's Maga Orochi. He's just like no, it's my boy. But I like what Haruki went through with this episode because uh, you know, he lost the Zed Riser. He's like, what am I supposed to do? Wait a minute, I'm still a pilot. I'm still a pilot. Yeah, so he go he goes to use uh, launch Avenger technically without Hebikor's permission. No, nope, so he, nope. he broke some rules. No authorization there. And like even one of the guys like in the storage uh, facility was like, "No, he did Wyndham got his ass kicked. What the fuck do you think you can do with Avenger?" He's like, "I'll do my best." And so he launches, does pretty good job, honestly. He actually manages to like hold off Pegula for a bit, stops him. Gets out of Savenger, flies in, rescues Yoko, brings her back to safety, and Savenger finishes Peggy off with a fucking rocket punch. And last but not least, he calls for medical help for Yoko. Yeah. So yeah, Haruki. Haruki's a really good dude. Fuck you. Haruki. The <laughs> real like Ultraman hero. I like that Yoko, Yoko wasn't going to give up on her. She was just like, I gotta save these people. It's my duty. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna really let you down. down. Never gonna turn around. And desert you. And I'm juggler. Um, so then, yeah, so uh, juggler gives Haruki, it's like, don't worry, I'm giving you back your set riser. Alright, bye. Hey, who, who are who, you? Who are you? You have other sh- better, bigger shit to worry about, kid. Focus on the mission. Yeah. So he fucks off, and then uh, he activates the set riser, and that's like, who the fuck you been? Doesn't matter! Monster! Let's fight it! <laughs> <laughs> this leads to actually several questions. Why is Juggler here on this earth? Actually, yeah, that's pretty much the only question. Why? Well, maybe we'll find out soon. Uh, why He's he probably just like taking a vacation from stalking Orb. You know, Guy, I have a life outside of you. I feel like Guy dared him. He's like, I dare you to do something good. Be like a, be like a captain. No, again, I'm calling it now. The series is going to end with Captain Hebikura dying in air quotes. And, like, they're all upset. You're going to see Juggler put on his old outfit, like his regular freaking uh, black suit. Guy's like, did you and learn anything? Yeah, yeah guy's going to show up and be like, 
You know, I've been searching. Well, I've been searching half the multiverse for you. Where have you been? Around. Been changing lives. What? Come on. Let's go. <laughs> back to back to M fifty two. Back to. Wait a minute. We don't have a home, do we? No. All right, you can stay fucking here. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're from 050. There's, it's theorized that they're from 050. Well, they, they, we know that they're at least from the same planet because they've been together for fucking ever. It sucks that the origin saga never gave us the origins of how they met. Yeah, and also, also we like don't know their actual age because they could they've lived long ass time. It's like we know guy was around during like 19 fucking seven, 14 or Nin some shit. 1916. Yeah, 1916. So it's like one, like a hundred years in the Natasha, time. Natasha, 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 Natasha. Juggler's safe, saved. See, no, Juggler's not a complete asshole. It's just what drove him to darkness was the lost his girl, first girlfriend. Well, it, also just the fact of, well, if the light's not gonna give me power, I might as well ask Dark if it can give me power. Also, we don't know who this Bianca woman is yet. And I never I, will. I hope so. Fucking. Ultraman's doing so well. Finish your ten-part art plan. <laughs> That'd be dope. That'd be fucking awesome. Just that, would, so that, that would be nice. Just do one part a year. Yeah, there's so so much of Orb's story we need to we need to know. Like how do you get the Orb Ring? The final chapter of Orb's story. How to include all these crossovers that he's been into the ten-year timeline? How do you get all the? How do you how do you get the Ultraman and Tiga Ultra cards? Well, we know how you got the Ultraman one. We also know how you got the Tiga one. Oh. Remember the final boss in Tiga? Oh, yeah. The giant shell thing? Yes. Yeah, he has The thing that's based off a Cthulhu, uh, a Lovecraftian monster? Yeah, the Cthulhu one. That it's based off Cthulhu's son. I fucking love that. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so then uh, he goes uh, like uh, Alpha Edge, and he uh, he finds, finds a new weapon. Yes, the Z-Lance Arrow, which it fires things. Pew, pew. Well, didn't you say it was based off the, uh... Oh, yeah, it's the same toy model as, uh, Orb's Hurricane Lance thing. The Orb Slugger Lance, I think? Yeah, Orb Slugger Lance. Yeah. Uh, that was it. Uh, which, it looks cool. I'm just never a fan of these, like, side weapons. Yeah, I mean, with all I have, all you need, so... Like, the only thing that, like, besides from the Orb Caliber in, like, Probably the Zendium blade that uh, Exceedex has. Pretty much it. And the old caliber. I just said that. That was the first oh, one I said. Oh, sorry, sorry, I meant <laughs> caliber. The only the only reason I'm even interested in the in the Z Lance is the possibility that it belonged to Noah. Well, I think like, that that's what I like about Ultraman. It's never a straight answer of like where did this come from? Who could be? This Ultraman that I did see. Can you help me solve this mystery? Dun, 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 dun. It's Ultraman Noah. <laughs> An Ultra that's been around for a very long time. One that's very good with weapons. Just Ultraman King walks in. It's Ultraman King. <laughs> Kingish. Kingish. <laughs> Everything links back to the Yeah, of course. He died. Don't remind me. Actual lemur like played the. I, I, I know. 
What's the boom, Phil? It's all on YouTube. Anyways, back to Zed. Um, yeah, he so, defeats Pegula. Like, fucking hardcore. He, like, yeah. One shot at it. Yep. Then he- Heavy Kuro, freaking juggler over here. I don't know what to call him now. Juggler. Heavy jugglers. Heavy jugs. Heavy, heavy jugs! <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Yeah, heavy jugs. Heavy, heavy jugs. <laughs> <laughs> heavy jugs. Heavy jugs. <laughs> Just holding two heavy jugs of like milk. Like I gotta say, it's pretty fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> so heavy jugs over here decides to recreate <laughs> guy's transformation sequence from Orb. Even going like, Okashimas. I fucking love that. Oh, I forget. I love when shows do callbacks, especially to your own season. <laughs> and uh, he turns into Zapadon. And Haruki's like, Zed, who's that? Stop fucking asking me questions. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, kick it. Let's kick its ass, though. Okay. Wait, wait, is it friend or foe? Kicks his ass. Yeah, he's definitely a foe. Oh, my. Oh, right, my ultras. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny if he was like, I think he might be a friend. I can't feel my anything. Can't feel my ultra anything. Oh my God. It's like, like he defeats him with uh, the ice ability. Like, freak. All right, everyone. Chill. Chill. No, it was fucking cool seeing him just launch that ice attack and then he just fucking froze and then exploded. What killed the dinosaurs? The ice thing! What what killed the dinosaurs? The DX Elons! <laughs> Out in stores. Go buy it. Yeah, so uh Haruki gets a message from Yuka saying, like, oh Yuka's in the hospital, she's she's gonna make she's gonna be just fine, and Haruki's like, Thank God, and then Heavy Car is like Haruki, you 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 used Savenger without uh, authorization. So I'm sorry. I expect a lengthy report. Sorry. And then this cuts to him just on the fucking ground in like a pile of rubble just because he just got his ass kicked. And he's like, also, go visit Yoko. Yes, sir. And then he just proceeds. He like turns off his comms. And he just starts giggling. Doing his juggler fucking laugh. (laughs) Looks (laughs) looks right at the camera. That was fun. What fun. And I was like, I remember we, me and Garth sat down and watched the episode. I just looked over at Garth and I was just like, Like, Gar is so happy. Well, because Juggler is one of my all-time favorite characters in Tokusansa. Oh, you love Juggler. He's starting to become one of mine too. I want a reissue of his figure art. Come with like the. They come with the Dark Zed Riser. Yeah, they should do that. With the heart. Because he because because the Juggler figure art's fucking expensive. Oh, it's like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Worth it though. Uh, but yeah, so this was a good episode. Honestly, all three episodes we talked about were really good in their own yeah. way. Like, oh, especially this episode of Zed had really good shots. Like, he had this one where it was, like, Pegula was attacking, and, like, you saw, like, this from, like, the perspective of this car. And you saw, like, the car, oh, like, right. flip over, and it's, like, in the air, and then falls, oh. and, like, and you hear, see the windshield smash. Uh, there was a funny billboard, because, like, you know how they put in, like, funny signs and, like, the billboards and yeah. stuff? There was one that just had the number seven and Gur. 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why is that? Oh, it's, it's a joke on Savenger. Savenger. Yep. You. But, I've noticed but in Japan, lately. Wouldn't that be Nana Nanager? I've I've noticed lately that uh, with every episode of Ultraman Z that I watch, the similar similar oh fuck the cinematography has been getting better and better with each episode. I mean, the first episode of Zed was really fucking impressive with that oh, yeah. perspective shot of, like... Also, they did an aerial fight in this episode. Yeah! That was cool. And I liked also the teamwork that Haruki had, where he was, like, shooting with his rifle at Pegula, and then, like, Pegula was distracted, and Wyndham just fucking came in for a fucking hit. That was awesome. Boom. So. Yeah, so, all, all around. All three good episodes. Yep. I'm just glad Juggler's back. I'm, I'm also happy... But uh, next episode of Zed we talk about, ooh, I'm, Garo's excited about Jugger coming back. I'm excited because Riku's coming back. Yeah, so. It's your boy! It's your boy, Jito. Love yeah. him. So as you all know, every every other episode we talk about Ultraman Zet, and next time we'll be talking about episodes uh, six and seven together. Yep. It's as old. it's the crossover with Ultraman G. Yep. So there's a lot of hype, a lot of excitement. I hope he comes back. A lot of heavy jugs. Deep <laughs> jugs. Oh, uh, yeah. So, thank you, Vegas, for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to... Um... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, any any final thoughts about anything? About um... That and, like, anything you want to, like, shout out of, like, what you're doing. Uh, sure. So... This is this was the first time I ever watched uh, Ultra Seven. In fact, this was the first time I ever watched any of the like the the, the Showa Ultras. And I gotta say, it was it was nice. It felt like a it felt like I was like in a time capsule or something. Uh, the dub for the first episode was interesting, although the episode felt short. I looked it up. Apparently, they edited uh, a lot of the uh, English dubbed episodes of Ultra Seven uh, to cut out a lot of violence. Uh, Ultraman Dina, uh, Ultraman Tiga is like one of my favorite seasons. Period. So, I was I've been excited to look into into Dina, but I've never had time. This episode felt well. It was good. But like I said, it felt like they just kind of brushed over the fact that there's orphanage for kids who lost their parents to Kaiju. Especially since this is a season that takes place a few years after Tiga. Yeah. So maybe... And... Oh, go ahead. I was just thinking now, it's like maybe Yuka should have been like an older kid that's been there since Tiga. That would have been interesting. Like... Uh, like... Go ahead. No, 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 go so, and as for as for Ultraman Z, uh, I fucking love this show. Oh my god! Ultraman Z's pretty fucking dope. Like I stopped watching when Rube, not Rube, uh, Taiga started. I just I, I could not get behind Taiga. I didn't really care for it that much. But watching Ultraman Z. And ignoring, well, not ignoring, but just kind of ignoring the uh, the whole multiverse situation that still confuses me. This season has been fucking good. 
It has been amazing. The cinematography has been great. I love the characters. They're turning Juggler into Goro Majima, and I'm all for it. It is great. And, uh, yeah, now, now I guess it's time for me to just shill shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find me over on my Twitch, VegasBear92. Uh, I have started what I am going to call Spooky Timber, in which I play spooky games and horror games all throughout September and October. Ooh. I'm currently playing Alan Wake. And once I finish up with that, I plan on doing a quick look of Yume Niki and a few other games. Right. And uh, you can also find me over at Real Bunny Senpai uh, over at Twitch every Monday and Tuesday as I join her and her friends on Mario Kart Monday and Gunfire Reborn Tuesdays. Ooh, cool. You can also find me over at my Twitch at 92 Bear Vegas. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Well, once again, Vegas, it was great to have you on. And thank you for having me. I guess this is going to be a recurring trend with Zed. We're just going to have guests on. (laughs) Well, like I say, it's a fucking good show. (laughs) So, uh, I guess that wraps up this episode of Ultra Ranger. Episode 133. Heavy jugs. Heavy jugs. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, schwa for now. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. You don't get to say you're not on the show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can I get my money now? So Ultra Man, Ultra. I said Ultra Man Seven. Wow, I'm gonna hate myself for that. <laughs> yeah, to really stretch that for a new frontier. So Ultra Man. So Ultra Man died episode seven.